And you are listening to the Lost Boys Movie Minute Podcast, podcast dedicated to the 1980s horror movie, The Lost Boys, uh, where we break it down five minutes at a time, part of the Radio Horror Network. I am your host, Dr. Chris. And I'm Scott Danielson. And we are covering minutes uh, 20 through 25 here in the Lost Boys uh, Movie Minute Podcast. And we open it up pretty much right where we left off with Michael trying to learn Star's name. That's correct, and a bunch of bikes. Yes, in a, in a big biker chase as the Lost Boys show up and Michael meets David for the first time, who, as far as I'm aware, are the only two characters in the movie who have action figures made of them, not counting the Funko Pops that have been recently been released. Don't count those as action figures. Those are just <laughs> toys. Those are whatever the hell you want them to be. I'm not going to talk about Funko Pop. But the only two, there, there's a two-pack out. There was David and Michael, and they both came with normal face and vamp face, which is something a lot of the Marvel Legends action figures do these days. You get like basically like a couple different heads with your action figures, so you can interchange the head. They do it with some of the DC Direct figures as well. But yeah, so uh, David and Michael are the only two figures I'm aware of that um, are based on characters from the movie. No, None of the Lost Boys gang, not Star, not Grandpa, not Max, nothing. I mean, I both understand it, and it's kind of a shame, but perhaps they were the most marketable of the two folks. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've gone into the careers of both Kiefer Sutherland and Jason Patrick. Kiefer, um, as far as I'm aware, is not doing anything right now. I haven't seen him in anything since his last TV show was canceled, but... Uh, Mm-hmm. They jump he was on the... touring with the band, literally. Oh, right, 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 right. And they decide... David challenges michael to a race and michael doesn't think he can keep up so he jumps on his bike and says meet us at hudson bluff now where is hudson bluff hudson bluff is overlooking a lighthouse with some cliffs right before the ocean (laughs) and uh the song being played uh which we just got done playing as our intro is by lou graham from the band foreigner that's correct. He's, he's the lead singer, and so you probably recognize his voice from stuff like Hot Blooded, uh, I Want to Know What Love Is, and Feels Like the First Time. Is that what is that, was that, is that the song, I Want to Know What Love Is? I Want to yeah, Know yeah, What that, Love that's... Is. Won't you, want you to show me. So there's a little bit of I Want to Know What Love Is. I want to know what love is. 
all right, it's enough of that mushy shit. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I completely forgot he was part of that song. So yeah, we played that for a little bit longer than we were going, than we were planning, but that's fine. It's a great song. So mm -hmm. the, um, Michael's got this like challenge to, sorry, David has a challenge to Michael that, uh, you don't have to, uh, you don't have to beat me, Michael. You just have to keep up. <laughs> yeah. Um, they get to the edge and David, sorry, Michael punches David and he just kind of takes it like, you know, whatever, that's fine, I love you too, you only hit the ones you love, Michael. And then they go to the cave, and in the cave, we, uh, we, 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 it, it, this is a set, by the way, so this is not an actual cave, but the entrance to the cave, um, uh, was found by Sean Clark as part of Horror's Howled Grounds in an issue of Horror Hound magazine, uh, which also listed the Lost Boys under their Hall of Fame. Um, Very nice. Yeah, I got the article right here. I'm trying to find the whole description. Okay, so the cave was the most difficult location to find. Writer Sean Clark had to debunk two theories over its location before finally making a find, reveling, uh, revealing to the world that it is actually located off of the former location of Marine Land in Palos Verdes, California. And the cave has been eroded over so much over the years, it is impossibly dangerous to find. Um, the boardwalk that they drive down and across the beach, of course, that's all still there. Now, I don't know about you, but I was at the beach this weekend, and I don't remember any bonfires on the beach like there are the amount of bonfires that are on the beach in this movie. <laughs> Holy cow! Yeah, it just feels like completely unregulated or unincorporated area by comparison. Wow. I mean, look at all those bonfires. That's nuts! It's like, did they really let that many bonfires go in California at that time in the 80s? I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. That's Reagan era. And, and, I mean, there's just enough garbage can fires in this movie, so who knows? Now, in the commentary and in the book, by the way, the Lost in the Shadows, the story of the Lost Boys uh, book, which I reference once in a while, uh, director Joel Schumacher talks about motor motorcycle safety tremendously regarding this movie. Because he said if this movie was made today, the studio would push on him helmets. And, I mean... I understand why they don't wear helmets because they're vampires. It's equivalent to a vampire smoking. And you don't want to advocate smoking in any form of media these days. Exceptions of, like, John Constantine or um, bad guys smoking or, you know, period pieces where they're smoking, you know, stuff like that. But vampires don't have to worry about cancer either. Yeah, it's, yeah they only really allow it if it's an integral part of the character. But, yeah, there's... There'd be a lot of cur people trying to correct it, saying, well, they don't need them. Or I, I remember seeing an interview with Charlie Hunnam where he said that people would come up on the street and, you know, he's the Charlie Hunnam, the star of Sons of Anarchy, and say, hey, like, why why do you wear a helmet in those in those big baggy clothes? Like, bikers don't wear that. And he goes, we did research with actual bike gangs. You're welcome to tell them that's not how bikers, <laughs> how bikers dress. So... It's a gigantic safety issue, and there's basically it's the law. Yeah, a lot of bikers uh, today will wear um, helmets. They don't think they want their brains smashed out all over the pavement. And like you said, uh, you know, Sons of Anarchy was a big example of them wearing motorcycle helmets for for motorcycle safety. It's the right. same reason why, like uh, the transporter, Jason Statement in the transporter movies, will always put his seatbelt on. He's uh, he was asked to by the uh, National Safety Bureau for automobiles. And he even insists that his passengers wear seatbelts, too. Correct. He would always be, put your seatbelt on. Buckle up. Yes. Um, Michael hands, uh, sorry, David hands Michael some weed to smoke it up. 
Yep. And Gotta uh, get to party. Yeah, and that's completely legal here in Massachusetts, but I believe you've said that it's not legal in your state. Nope, not yet. <laughs> Still working on it. Yeah. Um, and then we cut over to Sam uh, in his bedroom asking his mom to close the closet door while he's reading the comic book that he got from the Lost Boy. Uh, sorry, from the Frog Brothers. That's correct. Vampires everywhere. Exactly. Um, and who's on the closet? Who's on his closet door? Uh, there is a very sexy poster of Rob Lowe <laughs> on that closet door. <laughs> Do we know yet what movie Rob Lowe was in at this time? What what movie was he doing? Uh, I don't know if it was the movie. I do know that Joel Schumacher, I believe, credits it because he did St. Elmo's Fire with Rob Lowe. That's right. So maybe that's probably a little nod to him because even on the commentary, yes. he doesn't mention that right away. I don't know if he does in a previous another scene. But uh, I wonder if Rob Lowe uh, auditioned for this movie. I couldn't find any information about that. Yeah, I could. I couldn't. Couldn't tell you either. Honestly, I don't know. It, I'm trying to remember when Rob Lowe got in trouble. If I'm going to be honest, because I don't recall exactly when that happened. But this is around that time, so so it's potentially a rough patch for Rob Lowe at this moment. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, he talks about how. Uh, the, sorry, Schumacher talks about how the lighting that they had to use in David's face. Um, was extremely bright. Like he, there are certain lightings in the cave that were had to be directly in front of somebody to give the atmosphere around him a much darker image. And we're going to go into a little bit more about that in the next episode as uh, we focus a little, lot more on them kind of relaxing in the cave in the next episode. But uh, I don't have any other information uh, about this five minutes because most of it takes place on that mice, uh, that motorcycle ride through the uh, through the sand dunes. Yep. Um, the only the only note that I have is the Doors poster in in the the cave, which is uh, a nod to the People Are Strange cover being played earlier in the movie. Yeah, and there's another nod to vampires connected to the Doors. Uh, there was a TV series called Kindred the Embraced, which was the first series I covered on the Dead TV podcast, where we talk about canceled television shows in the science fiction, fantasy, and horror genre, and it's connected to the Vampire the Masquerade role-playing game, live-action role-playing game, where you do not sit at a table and roll some dice. Uh, you actually in interact with other people as your character in something called the Mind's Eye Theater. Um, and there was an episode of Kinder the Embraced uh, that talks... that's got a big Doors connection, let's just say. Um, so it, it it's funny that you know there's more than one vampire story that's used the uh, <laughs> you know Morrison connection of like you know living hard dying young. Yeah, makes sense. Um, Be immortal somehow still. <laughs> right, and there's a comic book series called Chastity. Uh, Chastity is a v punk rock vampire chick uh, created by Chaos Comics, Brian Polito's Chaos Comics, who also created Lady Death, that uh, deals with her in the 70s, uh, right around the time she is turned where she knocks on the door of Jim Morrison oh. by accident. She was trying to help a friend of hers, and they were trying to escape from getting mugged, and the first house that they run to happens to be Jim Morrison's. Huh. And he lets him in to, to help him out. So It's just a quick little thing. He's not like a big part of the story. She's just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's just like, yeah. right, right, yes. Why don't you come in and let me help your friend? <laughs> like He's like, yes, yeah, I know who I nice am. <laughs> Well, that's pretty much it for this Lost Boys Movie Minute. We didn't have a lot to cover just because um, there was, like, the riding of the bikes, and that's pretty much a lot of what takes up this five minutes. Yeah. 
they uh, they transport on the beach and then almost inexplicably into woods and then into a cave. <laughs> yeah, the, the transition's very kind of jumpy. I wonder if there was just like one thing they probably could have put back in, but that's totally fine. Um, mm-hmm. I like how, by the way, Star was going to go with Michael and then David shows up and cock blocks him. Dude, that's yes. not very bro-like. You don't cock block your, uh, your future BFF. <laughs> yeah, you just... He just keeps saying star over and over again until she gets back on his bike. <laughs> here, here, girl, come on. Yes. Like, you know, an obedient bitch or something, which, by the way, is not calling star a bitch. It's referring to, like, a female dog. And that's what he treats her like, like a pet. And it's the patriarchy, mm-hmm. people. That's what that is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee they will remake The Lost Boys one day, and it will be with girls. It's going to be an all-girl band. That it's makes be... sense to me. Yeah. And... Then, and... And then the undertones will be overtones. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. If you want to check us out, you can find us on uh, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, and, of course, the Lost Boys Movie Minute uh, Facebook page, which is run by us both, and then as well as on the Twitter. That's right. The Twitter is... Twitter is, sorry, is Lost Boys Minute. <laughs> and you can also, if you would like to, make a donation to us on Patreon. Or if you're a business and you'd like to become a underwriter for us, that would be fantastic. You can email us at thatradiohorror at gmail.com as the Lost Boys Movie Minute podcast is a member of the Radio Horror Network. Uh, and we'll be back in two weeks with minutes 25 to 30. Thank you, everyone. See you next time. <laughs>